Good morning, good morning, good morning, Lunch Plus. How are you guys today? Hola, how are you guys? Oh, happy Veterans Day to you out there. Happy Veterans Day. I am here with one of my very favorite veterans. Whoa. <laughs> I am here with one of my favorite veterans. <laughs> George Nauer. Kevin Nowicki. Hallelujah. We're so happy to be with you guys today. Yes. Very excited, very excited. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Boy, George, we've got a wonderful show coming up today. We do. I am so looking forward to boy, it. I said, boy, George. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> it's slightly different. <laughs> This is not Boy George. Nope. <laughs> not even a little. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we've got an awesome show coming up. Yes. Uh, should we tell them what we got coming up? Okay. All right. All let's right. do it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, today on the show, we have, obviously, Family Chat. You're here with us for Family Chat. But then we're going to move into Bible trivia with our buddy, Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy. My buddy. <laughs> And uh, that's going to be a time of fun. That, that's awesome. Guys, get your thumbs ready to be quick for those answers for Bible trivia. Then we are moving on to five-second challenge with George and Marky. This, yes. is, this is really going to be cool because George and Marky are actually going to be on the same team, which is very rare. It's very true. <laughs> awesome. And then, of course, Buddy's going to be on there to host that. Uh, then we're going to move on to a wonderful time of confessions where we speak the word hallelujah over ourselves and over our lives and then top 10 with team carrot if you're not familiar that's that is kevin and barrett very excited to find out what barrett's top 10 is for this week and then we have a mighty 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 earth shaking word coming from pastor brian and dr richard moore we are so excited to have Dr. Richard Moore, yet again. They have been powerful services. If you haven't been watching them, you need to go back and watch them. They have been absolutely powerful. Not only services tonight, but these Lunch Plus episodes have been absolutely anointing packed. You guys need to go back and watch them. Yeah, earth-shattering stuff yes, happening. Absolutely. I mean, words of knowledge, words yes. of wisdom. Yep. Uh, both of them are, are, are in step together. Yes. It's just been, it's been absolutely powerful. Uh, speaking of that, guys, if you're out there, you need to like and share this message right now. Take a second, do it right now, share it with your friends. Share and share like. <laughs> That's right, share it. All right, well, here we are at Family Chat. Let's talk about our topics today. What do we Let's have do for our topics today? What are we going to talk about? Ooh. All right. Ooh, that is awesome. Nice. Oh, my word. Are you nice. Team Tomahawk or Team oh. Bayonet? Oh, this is tough. It is. It is tough. <laughs> I, I keep hitting uh, cold, hard steel. Jab between the second and the third rib. Yep. Twist. I'm sorry. That just happened. I understand. I understand. I think, I think for me, it's going to be Team Tomahawk. Only because last Mohicans was filled here in North Carolina. And I know some friends of mine that are actually in the business of making Tomahawks. And I like throwing Tomahawks. Yeah. Have you but, seen the Special Forces Tomahawk? Mm -hmm. Yes, it was did very you awesome. One? I did not, no. Okay, they came out after I left the service, mm -hmm. but I, yep. I was told that they were pretty bad. Yes, they are. They are awesome. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? 
Uh, I'm feeling bayonet. Of course. Nice. Yeah, I've nice. wielded the bayonet before. Mm -hmm. I feel pretty comfortable with the bayonet. Yep. So I'm definitely, uh, I'm a bayonet guy. Yes. I'm all about the jab. <laughs> <laughs> Fix bayonets. <laughs> That's when it gets bad. Makes me want to beat my chest though. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and there's lots of different types of bayonets too. And I remember when we were in the 82nd, we would have uh, have to stand in parades and stuff like that. And if you ever got, you know, you had your rifle with you and you had your bayonet. And if you ever felt like you were woozy, you did not fall because your bayonet was right there and it might fall on somebody or you might fall onto somebody that's else's. That's right. That's right. So I think that's probably why I'm team talk because I was afraid of doing that. Do not lock out your knees, <laughs> yes. right? Absolutely. Yeah, so usually, and I know you know this, whenever we had um, any type of, of parade or anything like that, we had them fixed. Mm -hmm. and, and, but during practice, mm -hmm. scabbers would be on. Yep. Once practice is over, this camera is not on. It's live. It's live, folks. Yep. Praise God. Let's see. Prilla says, Tomahawk. And then Buddy says, What's manlier than stabbing a Nazi with your gun? Stabbing two Nazis. <laughs> two Nazis. <laughs> At the same time. Yes. Praise God. That is awesome. What else we got? Marky says, I don't know what either of those are, to be honest. That's okay. We're going to go to close later. I feel as though that's more up your alley. Absolutely. Which I need help with. <laughs> <laughs> Serena is a bayonet uh, uh, fan. Yeah, we're nice. good there. Hey, Lisa, you're saying hello from work. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Lisa. We love you. All right. Yeah. What else we got? That's and I'm. I don't know. I think it's a tie. What do you think? I, I think it is a tie. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Next question: Are we pants on first or shirt on first? I thought that said plants on first. I was like, is this, I thought that was the sketch. You know, who's on first? Yeah. Was, Wait a minute. When did pants go to first? That's funny. All right. So, are you pants on first or shirt on first? I'm a pants on first because that gives me the mobility to move out in case I need to without thinking about it. Because if I have to go out there and do anything. I'm just out there in my boxers, and I'm thinking about other stuff and thinking I'm in my boxers instead of handling what's out there. You put my pants on, I'm good to go. You are such a soldier. <laughs> That's what it is. He puts his pants on so he can go perform the mission. Yes. He does that first. I appreciate that. Yes. Because nobody wants to see any of that. <laughs> so anyway, praise God. Uh, <laughs> what about you? Um, so normally I would say pants on first, but it's funny that this was the question, because this morning I put shirt on first. Whoa, there you go. That's so weird. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I put my shirt. I, I even put it on before my underwear, which is really strange. I don't know why I did that. That's, well, in preparation for this. That's I think that's exactly why. Yeah. Yes. Now, think, here's a question for you. Do you shampoo your beard first? Is when you, you know, or do you top of your head first? Oh, that's, yeah, probably top of the head, and then I, <laughs> then I graduate down to the beard. Okay, all right. You know, I, just, I just thought about that, because I was like, man, your beard's right here. It'd be hard to stick your shirt on over that. All I right. know, right? <laughs> see, sorry. All right, pants go on first. Prilla, pants, baby red, pants, shirt Kevin first. Kevin a shirt first. Nice. Right. The two Kevins coming in with the shirt first. That's right, that's right. And Serena apparently has never done this, and she says she has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you do it every day. Heck <laughs> one, Serena. I don't understand. How do you not know this? Awesome. I mean, I get it. Maybe your right foot or your left foot first in your pants, but if you don't know. Right. I heard somebody put you know, a leg into their pants first, then a shoe, then a leg what? into the other side. That, how what crazy! You gotta is get that? up, then you trip. That's like communist. I don't understand. Yes, that is. That's, that is very commie. <laughs> it's very, very, very commie. Yes. Hallelujah. All right, so it looks like pants. I'm thinking pants one. Yep. Pants one. All right. All right. What do we got next? Next one. How long should a normal shower Ooh, take you? Good call. All right. I'm, I'm gonna take this. Okay. You got it. Go ahead. 45 minutes. 
Nice. Nice. 45 minutes. Nice. That's I'll, a normal shower. Nice. <laughs> well, I, a normal shower, all right, probably five to 10 for me. If, if it's relaxing, probably 15. Somewhere in there, maybe. It depends. All right, my question is how much water do you have in that hot water tank? Well, it, right now it's just bare night, so we're not sharing it, so I, we're pretty good with that. All right. So even if it's a small one. But uh, when I was a teenager, there was, uh, I had to do that, you know, shampoo the hair, you got to put the product in your hair, you know, all, all that stuff. As a grown man, I don't care about any of that stuff. I just shower, shampoo, boom. Well, that's, that's actually my time of prayer. Nice. I there, yeah, nice. I get in there, I sit under oh. that hot water, and yeah. I, just, I just let it roll. So Nice. Yeah, 45 minutes flat. Nice. Well, I mean, you if have my a lot. watching. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> she used to get so mad. Oh, my word. Well, do you put the beard oil and all that stuff in the shower to help? <laughs> Kevin Buck, here goes my water bill. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. For those of you that don't know, I live at Kevin Buck's house. He has been so gracious to sew into me. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, sorry about that. Maybe, maybe we should walk this back. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking like 45 Five, seconds. Yes, <laughs> seconds. I, minutes? I, just, I meant seconds. <laughs> I meant seconds, yeah. Just get wet, get out. Yes. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> Let's see. Serena says, there are so many different types of showers. There's a quick rinse, and then there's the deep reflective shower. <laughs> I enjoy there's many types of showers, but shirt yeah. or pants first. We're not sure about <laughs> Praise God. And Johnny, yeah, three, three minutes, minutes in a hurry. Yep. That's a soldier right yep. there. Well, an airman. Yeah. That's an airman right there because he knows, hey, you get in, you get out. Yep. You, you got more important things line. to do. That's yeah, not like how we eat. To work. <laughs> more important things to do. And Buddy says 90 seconds. Nice. Nice. If I was the size of Buddy, I could wash myself in 90, 90 seconds. seconds. <laughs> Done, out the door. <laughs> Buddy's like, I got more important things to worry about. Right? <laughs> I'd be more concerned is, you know, when he gets in, is, are the drips actually going to hit him? Does he have to move to, to catch him? Or... Yep, I think he's got it probably down to his science. Yeah. Now, for me, there, I had a faucet that was a rainforest. And so it would come down over you, but it drips slowly. And that was so aggravating. Really? <laughs> yes. It's oh, supposed that to be relaxing and stuff. But yeah. I was like, oh, I just want to get in there. Had like no pressure to, to yes. rinse the soap out. Yes, absolutely. So it, it stayed in my shower for about a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for all you people that like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I did not. So I'm saying the average is definitely below what I do. I, I think I think right there, Barrett is the the ten minute to to lesser. I think mm -hmm. is is where we're at, and people just don't don't get me. <laughs> well, you get you, and that's what's I get important. me. Praise God. Yeah. Forty-five seconds again, Kevin Buck. That's it. That, I, me minutes. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Hey, do we have any more questions? Ah, uh, here we go. What would be the worst song to wake up to? Ooh. What would That's be tough. the worst song to wake up to? <laughs> a baby shark. <laughs> That's, like, man, that's probably it right now. That's I teach kids. Song, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was thinking that Mbop by Hanson. Uh, that's what Johnny said. Did he really? Nice. No. Nice. He did. Good job, Johnny. Oh, I hate that song. Jaws. <laughs> yes. And once you hear it, you, you like it takes days to unhear it. Yes, that should never be in anybody's top ten unless it's the worst songs. Oh my word! The that Jaws the theme song. Nice. Yes. Nice. I'm with you, buddy. Definitely. Jaws, Jaws theme song. Bad. Urgent. What's urgent? I don't know that one. Foreigner. Foreigner. Urgent. Yep. I'll go with it. Okay. But yeah, that would that would bother me too, Julie. Anything with the word urgent on it, because I've got to take my 45 minute shower. Quick and fast, make it urgent. Ah, oh, emergency. Yeah, there you go. Okay, gotcha. I think. All right. Anything metal, screamo. Oh, that'll wake you up like that, though. That's a good thing. <laughs> Absolutely. The gummy bear song. Oh, 
Fair, we didn't play that on a road trip. Oh, man. You, that was always our road trip. Song? Yeah, I didn't know what it was until Barry introduced me. Oh. And then I, I couldn't get it out of my head. So every road trip, we played it. It's kind of like our, one of our things. But apparently, the last week-long road trip, we couldn't figure it out. I remember to do that. Wow. <laughs> yes. The awesome. Barney theme song from Mr. Kevin Buck. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Ooh, how about this one? Reveille. <laughs> that is a bad song to wake up to. It's because you're late. <laughs> you are late. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah, you are fixing to get chewed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, you may spend, spend some time in jail on this one. I don't know. Very, very, very true. Or at least you're going to not like your life for a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You wear a fur shirt, so you, you yep. could definitely speak to that. Yeah, there was, there was lots of times where you got to wake the kids up. Yeah. <laughs> And I lived in the barracks for the longest. I mean, I could like look out the window and yep. see formation. Those were the ones that lived the closest. Always waited to the last minute, so those were the worst. Yeah, <laughs> I was bad, yep. guilty. All right, praise God. We don't have any more questions, do we? That's it, right? That's all of them. Mas questiones. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for being with us thank at Family you. Chat. That was fun. Yes. And thank you, George, for being with us. Thank you, Kevin, for allowing <laughs> me to be here. And thank you for your sacrifice for our country. I appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Go so second. we're going to uh, move on to Bible trivia with Buddy now. Nice. So get your thumbs ready. Put your thinking caps on. Putting those answers in. That's right. You ready? Let's do this. All right. See you in a second. guys, welcome to Bible Trivia. This is the part of the show where you have an opportunity to win some gift cards on us. I mean, what's more exciting than free gift cards and whatnot? Um, I mean, salvation, you know, but outside of that, you know, there's a lot of things. Anyway, anyway, welcome to Bible Trivia. Uh, so here's how Bible Trivia goes. Serena says, hi, husband. Hi, wife. I love you a lot. Um, so he... Oh, just so you guys know, if you heard that, there is a baby in the room. His name is Benjamin. Um, it's not just like Barrett on the side making those sounds. It's a baby. Um, so uh, uh, anyway, this is how Bible trivia works, all right? We have five questions for you today. They're all multiple to choice questions. And, um, and with those multiple choice questions, what we want you to do is... Uh, in the comments, we want you to put your answer as uh, either one, two, three, four, five, whatever number the question is, and A, B, C, or D. Um, so, for example, Kevin the Wiki put in the comments, example 2B, 3C. That's how we want you to answer in the comments. That way we know which question you're on. Um, and here's how it works. The first person to give the right answer in the comments uh, we'll get a gift card on us, and we will be judging that by our restream chat right here in the studio. Your screen might look different, um, but we will be judging on who gets the first um, who, who gets the first correct answer here on our screen in the studio. All right, are you guys ready for Bible trivia? 
Let's jump into question number one. Question number one from Bible Trivia. What was nested inside the lion killed by Samson? Was it A, flies? Was it B, honeybees? Was it C, ravens? Or was it D, Delilah's phone number? <laughs> what was nested inside the lion killed by Samson? Was it flies? Was it honeybees? Was it, um, what are the other things? Ravens? Or was it Delilah's phone number? All right, I see some answers coming in the comments. I see them. Uh, Barrett said 1D for one, not One Direction. That's not funny. <laughs> All right, the correct answer is B, honeybees. And that goes to Cindy Orr over on YouTube. Congratulations, Miss Cindy Orr. You win a gift card on us. All right, let's jump into question number two. Question number two for Bible trivia. Who replaced Judas as one of the 12 apostles? Was it A, Matthias, B, Thaddeus, C, Barsabbas, or D, Judas Jr.? Who, <laughs> who replaced Judas as one of the 12 apostles? Was it A, Matthias, B, uh, Thaddeus, C, Barsabbas, or D, Judas Jr.? Who replaced him? I'm seeing some answers coming in. They're coming in quick. And notice, guys, over on YouTube, they're coming in very quickly. Um, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, I would suggest that you do it. But the answer for number two is A. Matthias. And that one also goes to Cindy or on YouTube. Well done, Miss Cindy. You're crushing it. Uh, again, guys, I, w I, I know I say this every time, but for some reason, the people on YouTube are usually seconds quicker than the people on Facebook. So if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, you probably should do that. All right, let's jump into question number three. Question number three for Bible trivia today. Who was the mother-in-law of Ruth? Was it A, Deborah, or Deborah? Was it B, Esther? Was it C, Naomi, or Naomi? Or was it D, Abishag, which is an actual biblical name of a woman? Abishag. If, if anyone's about to have a daughter sometime soon, you should definitely name her Abishag. That's just my own personal preference. Um, you know, for you, not for me. <laughs> All right. I'm seeing the answers coming in. Who was the mother-in-law of Ruth? The correct answer is C, Naomi. And that goes to Miss Marilyn over on YouTube. Well done, Miss Marilyn. Uh, you got question number three correct. That means you get a gift card on us. All right, now let's jump in to question number four. According to the book of Acts, where did the ascension of Jesus take place? Was it A, the Jordan River? Was it B, the upper room? Was it C, the Mount of Olives, or was it D, Wakanda? Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Where, <laughs> where did the ascension of Jesus take place? The Jordan River, the Upper Room, the Mount of Olives, or D, Wakanda? I'm seeing some answers coming in. They're coming in quick. They're coming in hot. Where was the ascension of? Where did the ascension of Jesus take place? It took place at 
the Mount of Olives, which is number C, and that one goes to Miss Marilyn also over on YouTube. Well done, Miss Marilyn. You got question number four right now. Guys, we're stepping into our final question of the day for Bible trivia. That's all. Let's go in and do it. Final question. Question number five. What did who? What did? Okay, I can read. I can read. What did JL kill Sisera, the Canaanite general, with? Was it A, his own spear? <laughs> Was it B, a tent peg? Was it C, a donkey's jawbone? Or was it D, her nagging? <laughs> what did JL kill Sisera, the Canaanite general, with? Was it A, her, his own spear? Was it B, a tent peg? Was it C, <laughs> Johnny Shaver put E, her cooking? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll throw that in there, why not? What did JL kill Sisera, the Canaanite general, with? All right, the correct answer is B, a tent peg, and that one goes to Robert Gass on Facebook. Well done, Robert. You are our first Facebook winner of the day. Oh, what? We also reached our 100th comment of the day. That one goes to Miss Marilyn. Well done, Miss Marilyn. If you can hear the whole studio is clapping for you, well done, Miss Marilyn. That means you get an extra gift card for being our 100th commenter. So, guys, for those of you who won today, make sure you reach out to us. And uh, we'll try to connect with you, but we want to make sure we get those gift cards into your hands. Guys, we love you. Thank you for joining us for Bible Trivia. Now, ho-ho, now it's time for the five-second challenge. So we'll see you right there. Like to nice. say, did you see that face I was making? Uh, when I felt I, that face. <laughs> when I was in uh, when I was in middle school, we were at youth camp, and I walked up to my friend's bed in the middle of the night with a flashlight, and, and oh, <laughs> I oh made gosh. that face and flicked on the flashlight and turned it off real quick, and he's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh my god! Nice. Anyway, wow. welcome to the five second challenge, yeah. guys. Welcome. <laughs> Uh, I will never make that face. <laughs> All right, welcome to the five-second challenge. Here's how this game goes. Okay. All right, have you ever played Taboo? No. 
Maybe? It sounds bad. Well, here's how this game goes. We're going to put an item on the, sc on the screen, but I'm going to hand one of you guys the card. Okay. Right? You guys are working together in this game. Yes, we can't, we can't look at the screen. Yeah, don't look at the screen. Oh, because okay. the answer, You're going to look at the card. People, okay. We're going to be able to see it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so here's what's going to happen. I will give Marky the first card. Uh, there, so we have a. We usually have a theme for these. All okay. right. So today's theme are articles of clothing. Okay. All right. These okay. Are, Can we give Marky all the cards? No. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. These are articles of clothing. Okay. All right. That's so random. I hope it's yeah. like shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's not. They're good. All right. So these are articles of clothing, and you. Once you look at the card, yes. uh, you, I, you will have five seconds. To get George to guess what that okay. article of clothing is. How do you is. know when my eyes have seen it? What if? Because you're gonna I go. <laughs> I'm gonna literally watch you go. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> That's how I know. I don't know how else I how I wouldn't know. <laughs> what is happening? We're good. <laughs> okay. I have faith in us. We're gonna do well. We got this. We, we got, got this. All right. So you're gonna have five seconds to have George guess the answer. Okay. The, the what the word is, mm -hmm. and then I'll hand you the second <clears> one, and then. Okay. We'll swap. Okay. All right. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's start with our first word. Okay. Our first. All right. Again, article of clothing. All right. Pretend I'm five. I don't know what. Oh, it's it's something you put. It's hat. it's it is, but I think Bro, it's in the military. I think. I have. I think it's in the brain. Yes. Hey. <gasps> Nice. Thank you so much. Thank you. You got it. That was hard for me. Thank you. You did good. Look at that. That was like a very George type of clothing. Okay. It, well, I wore one for 20 That's years. That's so cool. Yes. Right, well, well done. As well, soon as I, I saw it, I was like, Barrett? <laughs> I, was like, what? I don't put it on my head. <laughs> okay. So she's not an article of clothing. All right. All right, you ready? Yeah, you tell me when to flip, right? Okay. Sure. You, All right. Whenever you're ready. You're like All a right. Whenever right. you're ready. Go. Come on. Whenever you're ready. All right. Are you Whenever ready? you're ready. Ooh, it protects you from the rain, and you wear it, and it's really a long. A rain jacket. Close. No. Uh, uh, really long. Oh, uh, really long. A, um, double what is that breasted button. A, um, button. A what? Double breasted thing, and you got to bounce around. Timeout. Can I tell her what it is? Oh, trench coat. Yes. That's a fancy term, though. Like, that's like. Beret wasn't? It's a coat. <laughs> it was, but you you helped with that one a lot. That was you. It would have helped if I would have said, like, PIs wear these. Oh, trench coats. Maybe. I, I was thinking, like, what what do you imagine that sketchy guy in an alley selling watches would wear? <laughs> it's probably you, like you paint the whole man. situation where somebody yeah. would wear it. And I was going like trying to describe it. I like yeah. your way better. But then again, I've also had like an hour to think about this <laughs> since I <laughs> since I made these. What do you think so. about card number four, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. Okay, I think it goes better when you guess. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. Right. Are you, ready? Are you yep. saying he's not good at explaining? No, I was saying I I wasn't good at guessing. Oh, okay. I see. You're good. Okay. All right. Okay, it's it's something you wear here that has no arms. Shirt. It's it's like <laughs> it has no arms. Body armor. No, it it's like a puffy a puffy jacket vest. Yes, All right. you got okay. it. You got it. Puffy. A puffy vest. Oh, I see. He got it. Nice. Got it. A puffy vest. A puffy vest. <laughs> you did awesome. You did awesome. You did awesome. No. See, when 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 you think vest, you think the big puffy like coat that has no sleeves. Yes. When I think vest, I think a part of a three piece suit. Oh, that would have yeah. been good too. That's because you're a guy. 
Right. That's true. Like, I'm going to let you be my card number four. <laughs> huh? Oh my god. I'm going to let you describe card number four. <laughs> no, it's okay, because I don't remember what it is. Wait, this wait, is wait. so interesting, because all <laughs> of Oh, this brains, one's going to be fun. All of her brains are so different. <laughs> they are all so is it, different. Is it, it just be gets hard, better. Buddy? It just gets is better. Is it hard? Okay. All right. It really is hard. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. You don't know what that is? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, is it, is it the thing the... that goes right here? Yeah, yeah, All right, keep going. Okay. All, right. All right. If so, it's the thing that goes right here. You wear it underneath like a collared shirt if you want to go fancy. Uh, sort no. of, but it's not. It's it's hey. it's it goes right here. It's just right there, and you wear gloves maybe with it if you're fancy. I don't know. Tag. Okay, I'm gonna give up. It's an it's a it's an ascot. Yeah. You, you remember Freddie from No uh, Scooby Doo? Oh, that thing. Oh, that's not what I thought it was. Okay. That the, right. it, it, it's like a little scarf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was something else. You are giving me and George just such hard ones. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> well, I didn't want to like I didn't want to do like shirt, socks. I've been awesome with that. Watch. <laughs> Things you that put on easy. your feet before you put your shoes on. <laughs> yeah, like that's too easy. Not for me. <laughs> Serena, Serena said these are super hard ones. Thank you, Serena. <laughs> I, I guess I'm not a very gracious host. You're good. It all started You're with challenging the challenging us, and yes, this is important. Yes, yes. yes I'm, I'm growing. Yes. Growing, growing all together. Yes. Amen. 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 All right. Okay. Ready? Yep. A, uh, it's another word for a suit. Jacket. A suit, another word for a suit jacket. Coat. No. Sport cat. Sport coat. Jacket. <laughs> Isn't that, I did I explain it right? Yeah. Okay. It, 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 we're, we're, Time. it was what a blazer. Oh, okay. All right. I am not making these easy. As, I, as we're going through these, I'm recognizing how mean I, I was. I think that it's to to uh, what is that called when people have like the pickets up and the, the strike 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 like, yes time to go on a strike with uh, these questions. <laughs> Do you want me to just make new right. ones? You ready? Life? Okay, I got this. I got it. Okay. okay. All, right. All right, ready. All right. Okay. It uh, you put it on your head and it's got a little spinny thing. <laughs> oh, come on. It's, it's, the it's colorful bump. ones? Yeah, it's got a little fan on top. I don't know what that's called. That's it's a like... beanie. <laughs> it's a beanie. That, I thought, that is not where my brain went. My it's brain all, went, I don't know why this spinning motion yeah. made me think of those hats like that that have like the thing that- The propeller. Spin, the propeller. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's what he's what talking about. It is? Yes. I thought you just said a beanie. Yeah, that's what a beanie is. That's a, a, that's a beanie a has beanie a propeller? Is. I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I just realized that right now. Two times, Apparently two times. beanies don't mean things. <laughs> I the thought, same. okay, okay. We, as soon as, as, soon as we're, we're doing that, so right? well, guys. <laughs> we're doing so well. Okay. All right, next time I'm not going to describe the clothes part of it. I'm going to describe uh, something else. Pastor Nicole said they're stuffed, tiny stuffed animals that's that were collected in the 90s. Yes. Yes. Beanie right. babies. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, Pastor wears these, and most people don't like them. And they're on your shoes. Colorful socks. They're they're like Tassels. styrofoam kind of. Like they have like the holes. Their shoes. And Crocs. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm giving you like ten seconds for these. You are. You're so gracious. You know, I'm, being, I'm, I'm sorry, being Pastor. All right, we got time for the last one. <laughs> that, that was a dangerous setup. Pastor wears these, and, and nobody likes them. Most people. Most people. <laughs> now George's in a sticky situation. Like, <laughs> what do I say now? I wanted to win, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was really trying. Uh, well, Pastor Nicole said horrible yes, awesome. shoes. Okay. Yay. All right. You ready? All right. Yep. 
It is goes from head to the toe, and it's all connected. And like a cow, a, a, a leopard, or a giraffe, or a... What? <laughs> a onesie? One, there you go. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Nice. I really, I, I did get it. Like, I, feel right. like I, I feel like I did get it. You got, like, you got it like eight it. to nine seconds. Yes, yes you did. <laughs> we, I feel like we deserved The five the second seconds. aspect of the, of the game was thrown out a while ago. <laughs> Question number one. <laughs> Pastor says we'll see who gets prayer Sunday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We were needing help. I needed to just be really honest right there. I feel like Pastor's going to specifically wear his Crocs to preach on Sunday. Just for that. They're holy. I, oh. It's oh. Pastor joke right there for yes. you. Yes, 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 yes. I think that's great. And I think that's a great idea, honestly. Wow. Well, we survived that. We did, <laughs> we, did, we did it. We did it. You did it. You did it. You got well through done. it. <laughs> <laughs> you got through it, yes. All right, well, guys, now we're moving on to a time of confessions with uh, Kevin Buck. This is going to be awesome. So we'll yeah. see you in just a few seconds for confessions. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Confessions. We're going to talk about the Word of God for just a minute here and then uh, move on to our next session, which is going to be a top ten, another Barrett top ten, which for me is always a learning experience because um, I just never know what's going to come in that top ten. But uh, right now we're going to talk about the Word a little bit. Um, we at uh, Boomerang tend to um, really stress confessing the Word and speaking that uh, the Word of God over our life and, and into being and uh, by faith confessing what the Lord has is, is, uh, spoken as a promise uh, or in His Word that, that He's provided for us. So um, we're going to do just one confession today and, and move on into our, uh, our next segment. But uh, I want you to just, to, we're going to make this personal. We're going to talk about it uh, in, in the first person, the I. So our, our first um, confession is, uh, we can put it up for everybody. Every weapon formed against us is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed. Say it with me. Every weapon formed against us is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed. This is based on the Word of God. This is a promise of God that He protects us from the enemy, from any weapon the enemy forms against us. So let's make this personal now and, and confess this over ourselves. Every weapon formed against me is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed in Jesus' name. We believe and trust the Word of God. The Word works. We put faith in Him because He is true and good. So confess his word. We have, we have a number of these confessions. We do them throughout the week. Uh, and I can tell you, this, this will make a huge difference in your life 
when you speak the Word of God and confess it. It, it brings faith into your own spirit. It, it brings to pass what the Lord has spoken. You're literally echoing the voice of God when you do this. This is the Holy Spirit inspired Word of God. So when you echo His Word, you are, you are speaking with your Father the same thing that He's promised for you. So take it to heart. Do it constantly. Find the Word that lo the Lord has given you and confess it over your life. It'll make a huge difference in your spirit and it will bring to pass the will of the Lord in your life. So make it a habit, make it a habit. We're gonna move on now to our next segment with Barrett, which will be fun. And uh, Kevin and Kevin Nowicki and Barrett on the top 10 today, Team Carrot. So get ready for it. We'll be right back in just a moment. Before we get started, I know Kevin and I are not supposed to be wearing white, like you don't normally wear white, but it's America Day, because it's Veterans Day. So happy Veterans Day. Um, I'm very excited. I wore the shirt for George, and he's here to appreciate it. So happy, happy America Day. Yay. Like the second or third version. Anyway, it's top 10 time. And I told you yesterday, we're coming at you with the hard-hitting facts. Mm. We're, we're, we're doing some really intensive, really strong strong, very important list today. Yep. The best cookies. <laughs> that is what we're talking about. The best cookies, my top 10 yes. all time favorite cookies right now. Put in the comments what your favorite cookie is. As you know, my tastes are controversial and that's okay. You love me because the Bible says you have to or you don't <laughs> go to heaven. So you have to love me. But it's okay if we disagree. So tell me what your favorite cookies are. What's yours? And cookies are not divisive either. So cookies bring us together. Cookies are the great unifier, guys. Oh, it's going to be good. Yes. What's your favorite kind? My favorite kind, um, it would have to be just like this, homemade chocolate chip. I'm so sorry. Straight so... out of the oven, though. <laughs> Straight out of the oven, right? Melty, hot, yeah. I'm so sorry. Okay, praise God. It's okay. We're, it's, we're, we're still going strong. So put in the comments right now, Johnny Shaver is the ultimate like baker extraordinaire. So yes. we need to find out what ones his are. Deb says chocolate chip, hands down, done with top 10. You're not done because you love me. Um, Pastor Nicole says computer cookies. They ate us and have no calories. Pat, George is laughing a lot at that. Buddy says if oatmeal raisin is on this list, Buddy still, again, Guys, to go to heaven, you have to be okay with me. Like, you have to forgive and stuff. So but it's going to be great. we don't have to like your cookies. It's true. You don't have to. Number 10. Here we go. Let's do it. Bum, ba-dum, bum, bum, ba-dum, bum, bum, ba-dum, ba-bum. Macarons. Somehow these are cookies. I don't know. When I Googled it, macarons were on, like, every cookie list. And okay. I love them. Okay. Um, they are one of EO's absolute favorites. Uh-huh. And I do like them a lot, but they, they disappear so fast right. that it's, it's, 
It's not enough to be my number one, mm -hmm. but I do really like them. So I'm, I'm actually surprised because I didn't even know you, that's how you pronounced it. I thought it was macaroon. There's a difference. There's a there macaroon is? cookie and a macaron cookie. Oh, no kidding? So these are the macarons where it's airy, like cookie things on top with like a light frosting type things in the mid middle. Macarons okay. from what I think, EO correct me if I'm wrong, they're like dense coconutty type cookie things. Oh, okay. Those ones aren't as good. Well, it looks like I've got some investigating to do. <laughs> well, give me some macarons. Pastor Nicole says, what? That's a cookie? Well then, why is this not in the top three? I protest. I'm, <laughs> you'll love, you'll love the top three, I promise. Okay, number nine, going in strong. We've, we're gonna do this fast today. Number nine, gingerbread cookies. Um, okay, so I feel like this is the grown-up version of eating an animal cracker, because right. with animal crackers, you basically get to bite off their heads and stuff. Right. So it's the grown-up way to do that. But they also taste delicious. Yeah, and if you don't like gingerbread cookies, you're just not human. So. I mean, you might be human because this is the unifier, but it's okay <laughs> if it's different. <laughs> uh, Robert says, not cookies like carrots and cake. Yeah, I don't like carrots in all of my desserts. Uh, Pastor Nicole says, gingerbread cookies are great. I agree. Okay, number eight. Wait, wait, wait. You, you skipped over your husband. What did he say? Classic, what, Classic chocolate chip modern Reese's? Yeah, what? George. George's all-time favorite cookies are chocolate chip uh, for the classic type, but for modern, oh, he wants I a see. Reese's chip cookie thing where it's chocolate cookie with peanut butter oh, chips in there. okay, okay, okay. Yep, for sure. All right, cool. Okay, number eight. Peanut butter blossoms. I spelled blossoms wrong. Sorry, guys. Um... First of all, I didn't know that's what the name of it was until this morning when I looked it up. Right. I just knew it as the Hershey thumbprint gumdrop cookie things, whatever they are, right. that you only get at Christmas time for whatever reason. I'm down. They're super good. They're really good. Oh, yeah. They're excellent. This is one that like I get very excited around the holidays because they just appear. I right. don't know why. Like Gingerbread, you know that they're Christmas cookies. Right, right, right. But for some reason, these only appear around Christmas Eve right. celebrations. I think we need to make a move uh, uh, on the internet that we need to have these on 4th of July. Amen. That was Sounds my, good. like, here, here. And, but instead it was just like, <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree. Um, Deb says those are Hershey's Kiss Cookies. According to the internet, they are yep. peanut butter blossoms. And I feel like I need to say it with a pinky out sort of a thing. Um, it doesn't sound masculine, so I'm going to go with the, uh, Hershey, Kiss the Hershey Kiss Cookies. Which doesn't really sound masculine <laughs> either. I say, but. it's like that song, like, anyway, I'm going to skip. Uh, <laughs> Robert says, my favorite peanut butter. Kevin Buck says, no chocolate in my peanut butter. Sorry, we've discovered this about Kevin. Um, Pastor Nicole says the best thumbprint cookies have, have strawberry preserves in the middle. Oh. Yes. Sounds interesting. Oh. Okay, next. Here we go. Deb is, has some strong opinions today. She's sassy today. What is up, Deb? Number seven. I'm sorry, buddy. Oatmeal raisin. I like oatmeal raisins. They're great. Going back a second, Julie Buck knows that they're called peanut butter blossoms. She's a baker. I feel validated. She's That's not exciting. a baker. She's like the baker. It's true. We need to have a Johnny and Julie like showdown. Yeah. Johnny wants to know if I want oatmeal raisins soft or crunchy. Soft all day long. I'm feeling like Johnny's like taking notes over there. It's He's true. taking down. It's, yeah. Johnny has like God. a running list of people's favorites. And then on their birthdays, he's like, here you go. Right. <laughs> um, William says oatmeal raisin is the cookie of grandmas. I, I'm okay with that. I accepted a long time ago that I fit in very well with the grandmas, and that's fine. Uh, 
Deb. Raisins do not belong in cookies Deb. or cake. Amen. You know what? I got to agree with her, okay? I, there's nothing worse than picking up a cookie and thinking, oh, yes, chocolate chip. I actually disagree. The raisin fooled me. I it was find not it chocolate. to be a happy little treat. I'm like, oh, I was expecting chocolate, but this is exciting. Oh, but you know what's great? Chocolate. Raisinettes. Raisinettes are the best of both worlds because it's chocolate and the raisins, and it's the unifier of the candy. <laughs> I don't know who said no in the background, but you're wrong. I heard, I heard it in the sound booth. It's the teenagers. Miss <laughs> Marilyn says, I agree with you, Barrett. Soft oatmeal raisins. Yes. Um, we're going to move on. This yes. is getting hostile. And Deb, Deb, I don't know what time you woke up today, but you apparently had some rest because it's lots of sassiness. <laughs> Number six, snickernoodles. Because what a fun name to call a cookie. <laughs> if by nothing else, you just get to say the fun word. Super true. Yes. Snickernoodles are delicious. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. They're pretty amazing. Yes? Yeah. Good where they are? Uh, totally. Well, I, I'm waiting for the top five. Okay. So, so far, so good. Okay, snickerdoodles are great, buddy. But again, I don't want a crunchy cookie. I want a soft cookie. Right. All day yeah. with ev all of these. Like, yeah. I don't want to hurt my teeth in right. this process. So There should not be a crunch in your cookie. No, right. I, I agree. Um, okay, next. Here we go. Number five. We're breaking into the top five. <clears throat> Lemon crinkles. That's interesting. I don't I, think I've ever had that. They are delicious. I don't you, think I've ever had that, up? Johnny Shaver. Can you put it back up so that we can see it? Kevin is throwing some hints at Johnny. Faith um, without hints. <laughs> look at how good these are. Like, look at how good they look. It's powdered sugar on top. Yeah. It's lemon in it. It's delicious. So, so yeah. Tell me about the texture. Five. You said it's lemon in it. Is it like soft and mm -hmm. gushy? Yeah. It's soft and, and, and cake-ish, but it's not cake. Okay. It's really good. Is there like a filling that breaks out or anything nope. like that? Okay. No filling. that would creep me out. Yes. That's okay in a donut, but not in a Deb, what? Like, Deb, I am so appreciating your opinions today. Like, you're coming alive in the comments today. Um, <laughs> Pastor Nicole says those lemon ones are good. It's a summery cookie. It is oh, a summery cookie okay, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, number four. Let's plow into number four. It is molasses cookie. I know. No one. I, I, yes. I heard a yes. 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 There's high five. Yeah, yeah. Mom used to make these. Kevin is yeah. excited. Guys, I thought this was going to be yeah. the most controversial one. No. And it's not. They're good. Somehow oatmeal raisin was more controversial. Rachel Wright is excited yeah. about this. Yeah, they're sweet and with a little bit of spice, too. What a treat. What yeah. an exciting, exciting time. Yeah. I thought you were not going to like these. This is so great. Johnny says, I have to make a batch. Those are Holly's favorite. Pastor Nicole says, molasses cookies are better than they sound. Um, Buddy says, controversy commencing because <laughs> Buddy's in the room now. Um, Deb says, hard or soft molasses matters. Soft. Robert, we need to get you some molasses cookies. You've yes. never had them. Oh, my goodness. Yes. The only person uh, who has been curious about this is Buddy. Yeah. So it's time for Buddy to eat these and he'll be converted. Where's Deb? I'm waiting for Deb's comment. She's, uh, she's got the sass going today. Deb, Deb's going to appreciate it. I believe in her. Does she have the sass over the molasses? <laughs> Let's go to the next one. And Deb, if you comment, we'll, we'll let y'all know. Mm -hmm. um, number three is... Sugar cookies with frosting. I don't know what the voice was. It just happened. <laughs> I don't know. It just came. Yeah. Uh, sugar cookie with frosting. It doesn't have to be that exact one. Right. Chelsea Troublefield makes such good sugar cookies with frosting on them. Oh, yeah? They are bomb.com. Really? Go, yes, get in touch with Chelsea Troublefield. They were here uh, for pastor appreciation. So we had them here at the church. 
and Pastor <laughs> may have had one, but Chelsea, we need another batch. Yeah. Johnny says he can do without them. Um, and Pastor Nicole says, ew, no, only if you're five, yuck. <laughs> Hello, Pastor Nicole. Well, what that is just up happened. today? <laughs> yeah. um, William says those cookies are a national treasure. Yeah. Buddy says, I've never had those outside of Walmarts. Uh, Robbie says it's his girl's favorite. Rachel says, yes, yes, yes. Um, Pastor, or Pastor, Deb says sugar cookies leave a taste in your mouth. Chelsea's are good. I feel like that was, they're bad, but Chelsea's are the good ones. No, no, I think what she's saying is sugar cookies leave a taste in your mouth. It's scrumptious. Amen. That's a good taste. Amen. Number two. I think that was number three. Number two. Bum, 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 bum. Do we have a second one? Yeah. I know. There it is. There we go. Pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. What? Do you hear all the protesting in the room right now? These are, this is a gift of Jesus. I, like, Jesus inspired this cookie. God breathed and pumpkins were. And then God breathed and cocoa grew. And all of a sudden, you put the two things together by a divinely inspired idea that came from heaven, and you get the cookies, and they are great. For the trash. No! What? What are you thinking? They are great, and you guys need to leave. I'm oh my heavens! Just, I'm done. I'm done. Your husband Deb, is with me. Deb, I have Deb. Yes. Deb says, "I'll take that. Pumpkin is good. Makes them more moist. It does. They are so good." Robbie says he's never had them. Come back, and I'll make you some. They're great. Marky's with me. It's okay. Every rat. He's with me. Woo! Every rat at the landfill loves these, so go ahead and feed them. Buddy, oh, so great. I have Buddy, I have Marky, I have my immediate team. We're good. Okay, next, let's go to my number one. It's about to all be better. Here we go. Strawberry cookies, but the Parksdale strawberry cookies from Florida. Pastor Nicole, or Pastor Nicole, Pastor Brian's back. Pastor Nicole's going to be here. Y'all, if you have never had Parksdale, did you have it when you were in Tampa? Never had them, but I'm telling you right now, my confidence is not high after number two. You had the anointed man of God and the man of, and the woman of God coming. Okay. Pastor Nicole, yes, 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 absolutely. Okay. They are the best cookies I've ever had. Okay. Like, okay. oh my gracious, the most flavor because they make them with their strawberries that they grow there right, so right. it's huge bursts of strawberry flavor great texture where it's not too soft and okay. they're not they're not hard but even when they do get hard um like when the cookies harden up you can then break them down and make them into strawberry pancakes like you can make them in Hush. pancake mix no and kidding? they're great true Wow. Deb says, did plain chocolate chip even make the list? I told you up front it well, wasn't going to make the list. I told Disney, you. Disney World bought that just so they could sell them at Disney World. Breaking news, guys. Disney World <laughs> bought the cookies just so that they could sell them at Disney World. That's how good they are. That's saying so, something. So they're so good. Michaela Hurlbert. Yes, I have another one. Yes, Barrett, those cookies are bomb. Agreed. Um, <laughs> Pastor Nicole says, oh, my stars, who is mailing me some of these? It's not fair to tempt me with even the thoughts so good you can buy them online i discovered today so i'll get you some all right but this has been cookie top 10 
I'm sorry, but I'm, you're also welcome because I'm expanding your horizons and it works. So these are my top 10 cookies. I already know you disagree, but again, you have to love me to get to heaven. So you're welcome for stretching your patience and developing that fruit of the spirit within you. You are super welcome. I'm here to help. But right now we're going to kick it over to Pastor Brian and he's going to be on today with Dr. Richard, but we're going to hand it over to him. Get ready, share the broadcast, take these next couple seconds, share it. It's going to be good. Pastor, over to you. Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome to What's the Word. We're so glad you joined us today and uh, we just praise God for you. Hey, I, what I want you to do right now, drop it in the comments. Where are you watching from? Who's online? And uh, we have uh, Dr. Richard Moore here with us again today. We just praise God for you. And uh, if you haven't done it already, share the broadcast and uh, it's going to be a great, great day. And I do have to say, talking about those cookies, uh, where'd, where'd Barrett go? Oh, she's over there. So I was just down there and they were completely sold out or else I would have been bringing some back because the Park De Parksdale uh, strawberry cookies are some of the best I've ever had in my life. They have a unique flavor. Very, very good. Uh, you were right on and you needed to be right on after you missing uh, num the second one with the pumpkin chocolate chip. That was right off. That was right off. Yes. <laughs> as much as the Parksdale cookies were right on, the pumpkin chocolate chip was right off. Yes. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, How are buddy. You? Good to see you. Yeah, really good. Thank you. Yeah. Amen. Uh, we had an excellent night last night. And, it was uh, phenomenal. Amen. Tonight, uh, 6.30 here at Boomerang Church. It's going to be outstanding. Get here uh, however you need to get here. Get here now. You still have time. Amen. Get here. It's going to be great. I just, you know, last night I told people, I said, uh, tomorrow's going to be special. You know, I, I don't know all the details. I could just sense it in my spirit. Right. It's just going to be like an explosion yeah. tonight. Don't you feel yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Amen. Don't want to miss. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't it's been building up each every night. night. Yeah, every night. It's been so oh, good. Totally, so totally every night. praise God. Praise God. Well, we just welcome you. Share the broadcast. Let's see. I, I miss some of the people saying where they were from. Let's see here. Buddy, Buddy says, I feel like Barrett has to apologize at the end of every top 10. <laughs> Marilyn's watching from Charlotte. Uh, my mom is watching from Rayford. Hey, mom. Good to see you. Uh, Robert's watching from Rayford as well. My wife is watching from uh, her office in Baden. Where are you watching from? Put it in the comments. And uh, we just praise God for you. And uh, so, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> How's everything going? Do you have a great morning? I had a good morning. Amen. It's busy. Good. Yeah, ours too. <laughs> I got a, so we're going to be busy after, after we um, get off here. Yeah. Have lunch and then it's. 
gonna be busy until service. Yeah, you got yeah, a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot on. of stuff to do. Yeah. 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 Well, I My fuck was just on the phone, so yeah. Yeah, I imagine that's good. So it, it's it's you know. When the phone's ringing a lot, that's good news. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, uh, today we just wanted to just talk some more about the things of the Lord and what's, what the Lord's putting on our heart. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Robert says uh, he has had a horrible migraine, believing he's healed by his stripes. We agree with you right now in Jesus', Jesus name. name. Uh, just everybody agree with us right now. Uh, let that pain be removed right now. We just speak to that pain. Pain in Robert be removed now in the name of Jesus. And let every tension release. And Father, your word says that by your stripes we were healed. Yes. We believe that we have received that healing right now. We agree with Robbie. We thank you for it. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Just receive it. That Let me tell you something, Rami. That uh, virtue, the power of God and His anointing is working in you right now. You just receive that restoration as it's happening in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for telling us about that, Brittany, so we can agree with you. Holly is watching from New London. Here's another thing, too. As you watch and the Word comes forth, um, a lot of people don't realize this, but even while the preaching of the Word is happening, the anointing is actually being released. Yeah. And a lot of people get healed just while we're preaching. Totally. I, I know you have it. I know we have it. We'll just be sitting there preaching. And people, you know, we had it just a couple of months ago, twice in one day, two different people. And I was sitting here preaching under the anointing. And the neck, uh, somebody had neck problems that was really bothering them, giving them a headache and everything. All of a sudden, the middle of the service, it goes pop, pop. and it's healed. And uh, that evening, somebody else had the exact same yeah. thing. Uh, the anointing breaks every yoke of bondage, including pain and sickness and disease. So every yoke is bondage. Everyone, is yeah. Everyone. Amen. Hallelujah. Priscilla's watching from the sound booth. Deb's watching from Albemarle. Julie from Mount Pleasant. And I know she's getting ready for tonight. Hallelujah. Miss Cindy is watching from Georgia. Good to see you. I, I saw that Miss Cindy and Miss Marilyn both won the gift cards today uh, at the Bible trivia. That was awesome. And uh, I just want to tell everybody happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. And um, I, I love the American flag that they had opening up today. Uh, behind uh, George and Kevin. I just thought that was awesome. Caleb's watching uh, from Greensboro. Michaela's watching from West Virginia. Good to see you guys. We love you so very much. Happy Veterans Day to all the veterans. Thank you for your service. Yes. Thank you thank so you. very much for your service. And uh, yeah, my wife just put, thank you, vets. We love and appreciate you. Uh, this morning I was on Instagram and uh, Turning Point USA actually had a video. And it's one of those videos, like three minutes long, of all these vets returning home to their families right. and everything and the surprise stuff. And uh, I love those and, yeah. and am embarrassed by them every time because I'm like a big baby with those things. I'll see, <laughs> I'll see like the kids running to the, oh, to the vet and I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, I'm like a, I, was, I put on there like, I'm not crying, you're crying. It's not me. Yeah, I, was, I was sitting there this morning like sobbing watching this video. I was like, I got to share yeah, this. Yeah, they're very moving. I know, very I moving. know. Yeah, yeah. And just the sacrifice that our veterans oh, yeah. give for our freedom. And our freedom is not something to 
throw away. No. Nope. Amen. Not at all. <laughs> and Kevin said, those make me squall. I know. Uh, Miss Marilyn, she said, thank you for being a vet, Pastor. Oh, thank you very much. My mom says, thank you, veterans. Uh, Nicole says, oh, my stars, those videos make me ugly cry. <laughs> I, know. I know. Ugly cry. <laughs> yeah. That's the way I was this morning. I was like, praise God, nobody's watching me right now. Because I was like, <laughs> it was, I was, my face was all bent out of shape crying because it was so sweet and precious. So. Yeah, very precious. I know. Amen. I watch them too. I know. Yeah, I know. yeah they're, they're, uh, they're very moving. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything in particular on your heart this morning? Well, you know, God is good. Yes. <laughs> yes, He is. Amen. I mean, when, when you realize how good He is, I mean, how can you get away from that? Yes. You know, the Lord is so good. He's so yeah. good and so merciful. Yeah. No, we can, um, listen, there's always many directions to go. I mean, maybe we should ask the people what directions do they want us to go? That'd be a good question. Um, what questions do you have that you would like to ask Dr. Richard, the doctor? What questions do you have for the doctor? <laughs> the doctor. Awesome. The doctor. And you can trust me because I'm a doctor. Because he's a doctor. 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 <laughs> I had to turn the AC down. It was too hot in here. So. That's that's amazing. You can do it all from your phone. I know. I know. I know. It's just. I was sitting here. I was like, uh, temperature's a, a degree off. I can feel it. <laughs> you can feel it. It is a little warm in here. Isn't yeah, it? I just cooled it off. So it should be in. So what questions do you have? We actually had several questions come through. Uh, a day or two ago, and Buddy, if you can post some of those, that would be great. Uh, but one of the things, you know, we're talking about yesterday, we were talking about hunger, mm-hmm. and um, what goes hand in hand with that is also humility. And, you know, we a lot of times we talk about humility, and one of the things that I think we've received some deception on is that we think humility is always quiet and doesn't say anything. Um, We think that humility is poor. Uh, We think that humility is almost a broken state. Um, But in the Word, when you actually go into the full counsel of the Word, you can actually have a contrite heart or heart that's broken and ready to receive whatever God has, but yet always be victorious. Because he says, but thanks be unto God who's always Always. causing us to triumph. Mm -hmm. So it's not a beaten down, broken state the way that we think of it. Mm -hmm. It's actually a a yielded state to God. True humility is I humble myself to whatever the Lord says. And so a lot of like a lot of times I think people would look at humility and say, well, humility is only if you're, you know, like I said, quiet and beat down. But the Bible says that he's always leading you to triumph and he'll never allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able Able to to handle. handle. That's right. Yeah. And so how can you be in a beaten down state and yet be humble to those scriptures? Uh, It's not possible. We so true humility is simply humbling ourselves to uh, to whatever the Lord has said. And um, so this is some, some of the questions. Yeah. There, yeah. So one says, uh, Dr. Richard, you said the ground must yield growth. Can you talk about that again for the Lunch Plus viewers? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's it has to yield growth because it's something that God put in place. It's something that he it's, it's a law that he set in motion because he said when you sow, you will reap. So when you sow, you know, just like when you sow seed into the ground and as, yeah. as a farmer, yeah. you know, you plant the seed. Well, guess what? The, the ground is forced to produce that seed. Yes. 
It's the same way when it comes to you giving your offering. Yeah. Every time you sow a seed, it, you, the ground is forced to produce. Yes. It has to produce because it's something that God commanded. Yes. That's why if people could just get a hold of giving, if they can just get a hold of seed time and harvest, yeah. it literally changed their life. It changed yeah. everybody's life around them. It will take them not just to the next level, it'll take them to levels they never even dreamed of. Yes. Yeah. Because God's involved now. Yeah. Yeah. And so the only way God gets involved is when we obey. Yeah. Because the moment we obey, we give access to what He's already done. Yeah. We give access to Him. And so that, that's, why, that's why the Bible says that, that um, who, the one who's stingy will tend to poverty. Yeah. And, because, and here's what people need to understand also, too, about giving, is that what they don't realize is that doing nothing is still doing something. That's right. That's right. So if, if you're going to do something, do something to where there can be a harvest. Yes. You know, because yeah. actually doing nothing, there is a harvest. It's yeah. called nothing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A nothing. Harvest. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, when you look at people and, you know, the, the five years from now, they're still the same way. Yeah. It's still say, yeah. thinking the same thing, talking the same thing. And, you know, and they do. Religion has gotten into the church and give us this false humility. This, this yeah. Just accept what you have. Yeah. Because God is sovereign, and then, you know, He, he, he moves as He chooses. He yeah. does what He chooses. You know, he, we don't always have the answer yeah. because He's mysterious. We, yeah. we just got to accept it. And, you know, and if, and, and if you just don't have a lot of money, well, then it's the Lord's will for your life, and just be humble in it. Yeah. And, and that's how most people live their life, but that's not even scriptural. No, no. Because salvation, as we've talked before, salvation didn't happen that way. Right. You know, me coming right. here today to, to do this, you know, taping with you. Yeah. Well, you know what? I had to make a decision. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, to get out of bed, I had to make a decision. Yes. You know, yeah. uh, to go eat, whatever I order, I'm today at lunch, I'm going to make a decision. Yes. And because the Bible says, I've set before you life and death. He even said, I set before you poverty and I've set before you riches. Yeah. Yeah. But then he tells us to choose. Yes. I've set before you life and death, but he gives us a little hint. He says, but choose life. Yes. So however we are yeah. and whatever we have, it's because we chose. Yes. Now, are there, are, there, are there attacks that come against the family and against the body? Absolutely there is. But yet the good news even with that is that we have the authority and we have a God that's more than enough that can intervene into this natural world and bring about a miracle. Yeah. But yet, even with that happening, we have our part to play. Yeah. And that's where people miss it. Yeah. People, people, and I know people sometimes, they always want to bring the, the most extreme a case. Yeah. But even that, there's always a reason. Yeah. I mean, nothing ever just happens. Right. There's, right. Always, there's always a reason. I think in, in terms of, you know, being fruitful and, and that false humility thing, uh, you know, there there is a place where, like, for example, I'll, I'll tell people that humility in Jesus was where he didn't open his mouth in front of his accusers, which you mentioned and talked about, because if he had, yeah. he wouldn't have gone to the cross. Uh, but that was humility to the Father's plan. But it was also humility that called the Pharisees, you whitewashed tombs, yeah, yeah. Full, you know, full of dead men's bones. It is also humility that drove the money changers out of the temple. The key was, have they heard from God and what did God say? Mm -hmm. and, and we know that he only did what he saw the Father do. And oh, he only said what he heard the Father say. 
Um, but then you look at, like for example, this, the scripture that says, to whom much is given, much is required. Mm -hmm. So in order for believers to actually be pleasing to the Father, they must take what they've been given and they must utilize it in the proper way. And we have the parable of the talents where he buried the talents, he buried the resources that he had. Um, so he had stuff, but he didn't utilize it. Well, you've been talking all week about faith, and faith will constantly do the impossible beyond what we ask or think. Mm -hmm. So if that's been given to us in the measure of faith that we can then grow, that we've been given the impossible in our hands. Yeah. So how am I to sit back and not do anything with it? I have to, I have to go forward. In other words, um, you know, we are called in Timothy to be content with what we have, and you know, kind of what we have materially. Uh, but I would say, but not content to stay there. Stay there. Right? Uh, because Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature and favor of God and man. Well, you know, the Bible says, what, what is it? Psalms, I have to look it up. I think it's Psalms 115, 121. I, but the Bible says that he increases us more and more. Yeah. You know, He increases us more yeah. and more. You yeah. know, He increases us more and more. Increases His way. Increases His way. That's yeah. all He knows. Yeah. That's why we should always be increasing. Not just, you know, in every area of life. Yes. When yeah. Knowledge, the anointing, material thing, always increasing. Yes. Increases the way of God. Yeah. Decreases not. That's right. Staying, staying put is not. Yeah. We always need to be pressing Still forward. Still killing and destroying. We go from glory decrease. to glory. Yeah. That's increase. Yes. He Amen. is a God of increase. Yeah. Uh, faith to faith, glory to glory. There's all these things that we move, life to life. I mean, we're always should be increased. Put that in the comments. Increase is the way of God. Yeah. And, and it truly is. But you know what he says, though? He says, I'll increase, he uh, will increase more and more, both small and great. Yes. You yeah. know, so even even those even those who are great and have much, yes. still keep increasing. Yes, amen, amen. Yeah, it, it's not like we get to a certain level and all of a sudden we're just supposed to stop believing, right? Stop applying faith, right? You know, stop applying faith. In other words, you're at this level now. What more can you do? You mm -hmm. know, even in finances, what will people do in business? Uh, they will get to the place where they uh, they seek to get out of debt so that they seek to have some plus income. And then they t take that plus income uh, so that they can start another type of income stream. Mm -hmm. And then with that income stream, it leads to another, another one. one. And they try to increase that. Now, that's just business thinking. How should we? How can we be a good steward of the kingdom of God if we never actually try to increase in that way? It's yeah. so, so very Well, how important. can you even be a steward of the anointing of God yes. if yeah. you're not increasing? And in, in, in with when it comes to finances, yeah. because it is a test. Yeah, it really is a test because, yeah. and, and it's a hard issue. Like we talked That's about right. last night, it That's is right. definitely a hard issue. That's why I tell people all the time. I mean, here's the reality: if you don't give it when you don't have it, yeah, you definitely won't give it when That's you got right. it. That's right. That's right. Because it's not about the amount; it's about the heart. That's right. One thing that struck me uh, talking about uh, fruitfulness and talking about increase in the Lord, one thing that, you know, I guess about a year or so ago was, oh, I heard the camera. <laughs> they took a picture. I was like, what was that? <laughs> and uh, That's the drunk guy from last yeah, night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad he's sober today. He's walking straight. He's a little bit anyway. <laughs> so... Um, 
One of the things that I saw was, you know, it's only the curse that gave us seasons of non-production. Mm-hmm. It's only the yeah. curse yeah. that gave us seasons of non-production. And when we were redeemed from the curse, we got put back into a kingdom whose only season is produce. Oh, I see. Only yeah. season is produce. And if you look back in the garden, what did he tell the trees? What did he tell yeah. the animals? He said, produce, produce after your kind. That's a command that should still be going, and it should be, we're, we should have dominion, we should occupy till he comes, and we should always be producing always. the multiply. fruit always that multiply. we're called yeah. to. Yeah, and increasing that, and not just naturally, Supernaturally. So let's say that you had a orchard. Let's say that you know you had an orchard in Tampa or you know whatever, and you have an orchard, and the normal output. And I have no idea what these numbers are, but let's just say that the normal output of one tree is you know say a thousand oranges a year, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you should be believing God for supernatural increase on that. Almost. You're not of this world. You're, you're, you're from above. You're in this world, but not of this world. You are translated into a different kingdom that has the produce of God on it. And so you should say, well, if normal is a thousand oranges, I'm going to believe God for that to go up mm-hmm. every year. Every year. And, and the word says that every step of ours is to get brighter and brighter until the noonday sun. Mm-hmm. So that's an increase of revelation. That's an increase of the glory of God. It's an increase even in that. So we don't just take the standards no. of the world. We believe God for supernatural, supernatural increase. increase. Super. And I believe that also we should, we should every year believe God for supernatural increase, but also believe that we should every year believe God to give more yes. than the previous year. Yes. To give more I agree. and stretch your faith out. Yes. You know, if you've given yeah. what it was, they want to say you've given a $10,000. Yeah. Well, believe God to give fifteen. Yeah, you know, if we give a hundred thousand, believe God to give one hundred fifty. Believe God to give two hundred thousand. You know, always yes. be increasing because yeah. if you're not, yes. if you're not moving forward, then your faith is not being released. Yes, yeah. And so we always have to be moving forward. We always have to be have our faith activated. That's we right. always have to have our faith planted and released. Always. Amen. And but most pe- most people don't. They they get into no. a routine. Yeah. They like their routine. One reason they like their routine because they're comfortable. Yeah. Comfortable. You know, I know people say, "Well, I want to get out of debt," and then it's almost like when they get out of debt. It, actually, what happened to me one time is that I found I found out that there was one time in debt. We were in debt, and I was constantly releasing my faith, constantly. Yeah. And and God always For supplied. He always applied. But I then understand. what happened? Then when I, the moment I got out of debt, I sort of relaxed. Yeah. Yep. And I stopped releasing my faith. I've done it too. And um, yeah. so we got to constantly, you stay yeah. out of debt, but yet release your faith to do certain things. Yes. You know, I mean, like one of the things I have to do, and I know they're not watching now. And as um, I'm believing, I'm believing God to, uh, one of the things I got my faith stretched out for is to buy my father a, a new truck. Yeah. Amen. You know, and then do something. I want to do something for my mom as well, you know, yeah. and then for my father-in-law. So, Do you know what kind of truck? Yeah, I, I, I want to get him a Ford Ranger. A Ford Ranger. That's what he likes. Yeah. Because yeah, awesome. he, he retired from Ford. Oh, okay. He retired from that's Ford. That's right, you've told and, me And um, matter of fact, when I, when I flew into Raleigh a few weeks ago, actually I rented a Ford <laughs> Ranger. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And, um, and, and so that's what he likes, a blue. Yeah. That's yeah. all even always color. So, 
So, but my faith, that's where my faith is released. Yeah. But if my faith is never released, yeah. then he'll, he'll never have it. Because <laughs> he, he, and he, I mean, the, his is like a 1998 Ranger. Yeah. That he drives. Yeah. I mean, this is 2020. Yeah. You know? I mean, come on, you know? Yeah. Oh, actually, I think his is a 2002. But still, yeah, you know, it, yeah. it's too old. And it, and it doesn't matter if he's got something working. You're applying your faith because you're believing for increase. And yeah. we used to have a statement in business, my, and my dad would say this to me, and I really didn't get it when he was telling it to me, but I've definitely gotten it more today. And that is, if you're not going forward, you are going backwards. Because if you're not believing God for increase, uh, your faith will get stale and stagnant, mm -hmm. and before long, you will be going backwards. Going backwards. And uh, we saw that in business. If you're not adding new accounts, you will continuously, just by uh, attrition, you will lose accounts, yeah. and you're going backwards yeah. in that. And so it's very important to understand growth and to understand increase. I did a whole series called Increase. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was, it, it literally, you could see people's mindsets changing because, and this is a statement, because we have accepted a corrupted logic. Mm -hmm. We've accepted a corrupted logic as if that's normal instead of accepting God's normal. You know, even look at the, you know, I mentioned this last night. Um, hey, Kevin Chamberless. Good to see you. And Rob, Robbie says, we're coming drinking tonight. Amen, <laughs> <laughs> God made a way. Uh, so uh, one of the things, I, I mentioned this last night, was that when God spoke the universe into being, uh, the scientists say today, it's still expanding. Yeah. 6,000 years later, it's still going at light speed. Mm -hmm. It's expanding right now. Yeah. And he believes in increase. Increase. He, and, and here's <laughs> That's the thing. Awesome. He believes in increase. And it's like, it's expanding faster than the church has been keeping up to occupy it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we are over the works of his hand. We, we haven't even occupied no, earth yet. No. Maybe we'll get faster here no. a little bit. But, no. you know, we're, we're supposed to have dominion over the works of his hands. And uh, he, he's like, you know, what are y'all waiting on? I'm doing my job. I'm being me. And see, we've accepted this corrupted yeah. logic that has held us back. And it's time for us to it's time for us to ditch that corrupted logic and let's get back into the Word and totally. see how God thinks. Mm -hmm. Amen. That, yeah, I, I think I even mentioned it as well last night how because life constantly keeps it's it's alive. Yes. It's expanding. Yes. It's, it's, yes. You know, but most people maintain. And when you maintain, yeah. you do go backwards. That's right. That's right. And and, it's, and it all, it all comes. It all comes down. And there's no, no different reasons. But yet, yeah. we always have to be going forward. Yeah. No, that's that's so true. We always have to be going forward. Amen. Always. Amen. And um, you know, the thing is, is that increase, increase always comes as a result of obedience as well. Yes. You know, I mean. Faith has to be activated. I mean, look in Acts chapter, was it uh, 14, I believe it is. Acts chapter 14, when Paul was preaching in Lystra. And uh, uh, oh, oh, was it Paul or Peter? I couldn't remember. Was it Paul, wasn't it? In, in Lystra. Lystra. Yeah, in Lystra. And uh, remember, that there was a lame man. I'm, I'm not sure. I'll have to go look yeah, it up myself. It's Acts 14. I know Acts it's Acts 14. 14. I'll look it up real quick. And, um, and, we'll, get, uh, we'll get it right. So, so but you. the Bible says as he was preaching... He saw that he had faith to be healed, yeah. but yet he was still lame. Paul. Yeah. So, Paul he, so he, he saw that he had faith to be healed. So think about this. Here, here's, yeah. I could see it in the meetings, and I, like when you see the anointing on people. 
you know, Paul, the Bible says that as he was preaching, he saw this man who, who's lame, ever walked. Yeah. And he saw that he had faith to be healed. Yes. But yet he wasn't healed. Yeah. So what did Paul have to do? Paul had to get him to activate his faith. Yeah. And so what did he do? He shouted at him, stand up. And so he got the man who needed a miracle, who had never walked, who was in an impossible situation yeah. to release his faith. Yes. And the moment he released his faith, the power of God was manifested. Yeah. You know, it's like with when Jesus said to Peter, cast out your net. Yeah. You know, I mean, here they had been toiling. They've been fishing all night. And the Bible says they caught nothing. Yeah. And then yeah. they're cleaning their boats. Jesus needed to borrow Peter's boat. Yeah. And then Jesus got in the boat, launched out a little while. And then he preached to the multitudes. And um, which, the, which, by the way, the, when he did that, the water is an amplifier system. Yeah, that's right. And so, I mean, I, I remember I was at the lake here a few months ago. Yeah. And I'm, I'm on my, a friend of mine, the pastor's had this boat dock. And I mean, there's this boat out there, I mean, 300 yards away. Yeah. I could hear every conversation. Yeah, I know. Every word. Every word. Yeah. And so that's what Jesus did. He borrowed yeah. Peter's boat, and then he, he preached, and, the, and his words bounced off the water. Yeah. And the people could hear what he's saying. Yeah. And then after he's finished, so what's, what's the Lord going to do? You honored me. I'm going to honor that's you now. That's right. You, okay, you, you obeyed, so now get yeah. ready. And there's always, <laughs> there's always more than enough when yes. God's involved. Yes. And so, but yeah, Peter could have. Because he, he had, we'll see earlier, I mean, we'll see later on that he's in the boat. Jesus comes walking on the water in the storm. And so, he, Lord, if it's you, let me come. He gets out of the boat. He started walking. Yeah. <laughs> but he got his eyes on, on the waves. He got his yeah. eyes on the circumstances. He started to sink. Yeah. So he, he, got, he got into doubt. Yeah. And so, but here we see him in the boat. And he could have stayed there. He could have gotten in the natural. We, we fished all night, and we haven't caught anything. We've already cleaned our, 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 our gear. Yeah. But nevertheless, at your word. And they launched out those nets. And the Bible says there was such a great haul yeah. that the nets begin to break. The boat began to capsize. He had to call his friends over. <laughs> Now, the thing is, is that you would think that, 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 see, here we go back to the grounds forced to produce. Yes. The sea was forced to produce. Yes. Yeah. And so every time you release, every time you release. Yes. It's forced to produce. Yes. Every time. That's how God yes. set it up. That's and, right. and, and, but yet people, you still see people and they, they, just, they, they, they just don't do nothing. Yeah. And they wonder why. Yeah. But you have to begin to release. You ha yeah. I, I, and I encourage those of you watching, you, you have to begin. If you want to change and you want to increase, you're going to have to begin to release. Yeah. And, but you don't just do it hoping. You've yeah. got to do it in faith because That's here's right. what the Word says. Faith without works is dead. And that goes back to what I've been talking about during the offer messages in 2 Corinthians 9. And it says, increase the harvest of your righteousness. In other words, hey, righteous people, there's a harvest waiting on you. Do these things and you'll increase it. He's telling us that on purpose so that we will increase, that we won't sit still, that we won't be stagnant, that we won't be mediocre, that we won't be average. He wants increase in our harvest. Or else why tell us that? Right. Why tell us how to increase right. it if he didn't want us to increase exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. I know. Why tell us? Do you why, why even go through it? If you don't want us to increase the harvest in our finances, yeah. or in, which really... It, 
shows everything. Why even tell us? Yeah. Like exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? <laughs> yeah. Why, His will why is tell us? Why tell us that we go from increase to increase, <laughs> and we're not going to go from increase to increase? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Why? Why give us Deuteronomy twenty-eight about yeah. about obeying your word? Yes. Why tell us that you're going to set us on high above all the nations of the earth, yeah. and we'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the field? You'll blessed. command your blessing upon us. Bless I mean, you open your treasure to us. Out, oh, yeah. The head, not the yeah, tail. Yeah. Above and not beneath. Yeah, who, yeah. yeah. I tell people all the time, I mean, look, God's called us to be the head. Yeah. I mean, He hadn't called us to be the butt. Yeah. He's called us to be the head. <laughs> I might need to remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> We're not butts. We're the head, amen. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self: Don't be the butt. <laughs> so I mean, it's just. I mean, it's just. So, I mean, it's just. I mean, why would he tell? Why would he? Why would he tell us if, yeah. if he wasn't a, want us to increase in this? Why would he tell us to bring yeah, all the tithes and offerings right. to the storehouse and prove him now here with saith the Lord and see if yeah. I not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out blessing yes. within that room and if contain it? Why even tell us that? Yes, you Amen. know. If, if if it's his will for us to be like, live in lack and not increase, then why didn't he tell us to pray for that way? Even in the same set of scriptures in Deuteronomy 28, I want you to be the lender and not the bar. Right, right. I want you to be a lender and not the bar. How can you be a lender if you're not even if you're barely getting by? You have yeah. nothing to lend. Yeah. And just in that one statement, he shows that he wants us to live in abundance. In total abundance. Well, and, I mean. And that's Old Testament. That's, that's, Old Testament. A, that's the Old Covenant. And we the have a new one. Covenant. Better. Yeah. Well, even in yeah. Proverbs when we read the other night. I mean, when I, when I, when I did a show of hands, you but know. But he said, don't be Caleb from the example I used. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the example I used the other night. Everybody knows the scripture, train up a child in the way he should go when he's yeah. old not depart. But nobody. I mean, every, everywhere I go, I'll ask. No, yeah. um, not everywhere, but a lot of times I'll ask, what's the next verse? Yeah. Nobody can say it. Yeah. But the next verse is the rich shall rule over the poor. Yeah. And he who is a borrower is a, is a servant to the lender. Yeah. We're not to be a servant to anybody. I appreciated you pointing that out the other night. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, it, it, but we, we got this. We, it, it comes back to yeah. a poverty mentality. I had yeah. to break that in my own life. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And I, I had to not only break the poverty mentality, um, Keith Moore had a series on that, talking about poverty mentality. It was like, if you scrape, you know, if you squeeze that roll of toothpaste up uh, to get all the goody out of it, yeah. because you don't want to get one miss one drop, you might have a poverty I'll mentality. Have, yeah, yeah. If you have 102 Cool Whip bowls in your cabinets. <laughs> you might be. And he goes through. Like, <laughs> I just got some people right there. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. And that's, uh, that's, that's great. Yeah. He said because what you're doing is you think that that supply of Cool Whip bowls and that extra that little you know thimble full of extra toothpaste. Yeah. You know, if you put water in the shampoo bucket bottle. Yeah. To yeah. shake it all out, to yeah. get all of it out. And oh, yeah. you think that thimbleful is going to be your source. Yeah. And that means you're making God not your source. And I had to not only get out of that, but then I had to be okay with telling people about it as a minister. Right. Because Jesus talked about finances all the time. He talked about increase all the time. Um, but I was, I felt like people would be offended, you know, people talking about prosperity gospel. And, and I would say for a while, I was just uh, um, not looking, I was not doing my job as a pastor. And then I realized I am holding people back yeah. 
by not teaching these truths about it. And I just became very convicted of it. And um, <laughs> Kevin said, country crock butter Tupperware. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, but he also told us, and here's the thing. All throughout Scripture, he's told us, but people, p- people read blindly. Because when the disciples came to remember, yeah. he gave us an interim prayer. Because the old covenant was coming to a close, the new one was going to begin because he's the mediator of it. Right. And he gave us the Lord's Prayer, which is not for us today. Now, those things, examples you can use out of it. But, I mean, the Lord's Prayer doesn't have the name of Jesus in it today. Yeah, Thy kingdom come. I mean, his kingdom's already come. Right. Uh, so, but, but what did he say? Because God doesn't change. His, his will does not change, never. It's impossible right. for God to change. Right. But what did he say? We all know the prayer. You yeah. know, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yeah. Thy kingdom come, thy will. will he says will. Yeah. Thy will be done where? On earth. On earth, just as it is in heaven. Yes. You just stop there. So then you've got to ask the question, okay, Jesus just said to us that God's will is the same. Yeah. That, that God's purpose is for his yes. will to be done on the earth, just like it is in heaven. Yeah. So we have to ask ourselves now the question, well, is there anybody sick in heaven? Right, is there, exactly. Do you think there's any angels in heaven that have the yeah. heavenly flu? Yeah, no. No, absolutely no, not. they're not. So why do we want to think it's God's will on earth? Yeah. Is there, any, is there anybody in heaven that is poor? No. Is, do, is there anybody in heaven that lives in the projects? There's no lack. No. There's no, no sickness. But we think no, it's, yeah. it's okay here. But it's It's not. not. No, no, it's not. So if, if we are living, <laughs> if we're living, especially a Christian living in poverty, yeah. it is, we are out of his will. Right. That is not God's will. That's right. Yes. But yet we accept it yeah. as, as his will because of a false humility, because yeah. religion has told us a lie about God. Yeah. That we are just to, to you know, he, he's sovereign and he, he and, and, you know, whatever will be, will be. Yeah. And, and that's how most people that's think. That's correct. It's that, a corrupted logic. It is a total corrupted, ungodly logic yeah. that religion has, has uh, preached in, in the churches and for centuries, and the church has bought it. I've said it now for years that if you look at any at- atmosphere or environment that God created without the intrusion of the cursed thinking, you'll see no lack whatsoever. And when you look in heaven, you see it. When you look in the garden before sin, you see it as well. There's no lack. There's full provision. There's no sickness or disease. There's, there, everything is in perfect increase, in perfect blessing. That's the will of God. It was only when man sinned that the thinking changed. And so what we need to do is we need to not just be redeemed in ourselves, but we need to have our minds redeemed totally. to that way of thinking. Like, it, like the sin and the curse never happened. We yeah. need to think that way. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you know, the Bible says, as a man thinketh, yes. he'll be how he thinks. Yes. Yeah. And, because, and, and how that happens is because as we think, we begin to release a law because yes. we start yes. to speak. That's why the Bible says life and death is in the tongue. Yes. So every time, every time we speak, every time we open up our mouth, we either give access to the Holy Ghost, we give access to the kingdom of God, or we give yes. access to the kingdom of darkness. That's right. That's right. And so, you know, people say, well, we won't. We, am I supposed to watch my words? 
Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, because one thing the enemy will do is try to come put pressure on you yeah. and say something that you shouldn't. Like, you know, people, I'm just going to give him peace of my mind. No, you better not. Yeah. Because right. you're about ready to release a law in motion. That's and right. guess what? And it's going to produce a harvest yeah. unless, you, uh, unless you stop it. That's right. And now we can stop them. Yeah. You know, but, but most people don't know about, it, uh, about the law of life and death. Yeah. You know, right. uh, Paul did. I mean, how do you think Paul, I mean, think about it. how do you think Paul can be shipwrecked on an island yeah. and a poisonous, venomous snake just reach out and bite yeah. him? They all thought he was going to die. But it, to Paul, he didn't freak out. He just shook it off. <laughs> yeah. Then they thought he was a god. Why? Yeah. Because he understood life. Yes. He understood the life of God. Yes. And I guarantee you, if anybody understood words, it was Paul. Yes. Amen. It's like E.W. Kenyon, the law of the uh, spirit of life knowing that and versus the law of sin and death. Yeah. So we have another question. This is one that came up the other day, and this was uh, from Candy. She said, so this is totally switching tracks now. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> okay. do it. All right, you ready? We, we can. So she asked the other day, and, and then uh, Buddy posted it again today, so I want to make sure that we get it while you're here. Um, so what if you're trying to witness to a family member that is sick and religious and you pray for them and nothing happens. How will you be able to get them to a church that can help them grow and learn the truth? Because they just keep rolling their eyes. Do you give up on them because their heart is not open? No, you know what I would do? I, you, can't, you can't be pushy or forceful. That's right. That's right. Not at all. And I would, I, I would, everything starts with prayer. I would pray. Yeah. I would pray that the eyes of their understanding be opened. Yeah. I would pray that the blinders come off their eyes. I would pray that they'd, be, that they'd be able to see the truth. Yes. And then I would also pray that God send other people across their path. That's right. Besides yeah. yourself. Yeah. You know, because it's hard. A lot of times it's hard for family members. I mean, it was hard for Jesus in his own hometown. Yeah. I mean, the Bible That's says right. he went into his own hometown and he could do no mighty work. Why? Because the people knew him. They knew yeah. his family. The carpenters. Son. Yeah. They yeah. knew who he was. And the Bible says it was even, he, the Bible doesn't say he wouldn't. The Bible yeah. says he could not do any mighty work. Yeah. But it's, what did he do? But the Bible says, and you keep reading, well, it goes on to say that he healed those with minor elements, like a headache yeah. or cold. But the Bible says, gives us an example, that he stayed around and did what? Teached. He yeah. continued to teach. Why? Because the Word of God is like a hammer. Yes. And it goes forth and it breaks, it breaks yeah. that wall. It breaks that's that, right. we call it the dam wall, you know, that holds back the water. Yeah. It breaks that ground. Yeah. That's a fire. And so, but you, you have to do it in love. You, you, you don't talk to family members to prove a point. Right. Uh, everything has to come from a heart of love. That's and right. you can know, you can, you, can, you can sense when they're done. Yeah. Well, when they're done, back off. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, and then every once in a while, throw in a nugget. Yeah. You know, start telling testimonies. I tell you, a great thing to do is as you pray for them and pray for the blinders to come off their eyes, is start praying and start sharing testimonies. Yes. Yeah. Because testimonies are powerful. Share a testimony. Say, hey, man, look, you know what happened to our church the other day? And yeah. share a testimony about it. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes people that need healing uh, because it, that's their area. Uh, they won't even listen in that area. Right. But then you start talking about a financial miracle, like Kevin received, you know, 
over $7,800 of debt erased supernaturally after the pastor said it the other day. And they'll be like, what? Yeah. You know, finances. Oh, well, I need some of that. Yeah. And then they'll get, you know, the blessing in finances. They'll listen there, but they realize, they start to quickly realize that the same love that will give them the financial breakthrough will give them the, the healing breakthrough. Yes. And, um, many times I find with, you know, family members is this, is... We love the person so much that we fall into the trap of it has to be us that's the source of their salvation. Uh, so it's like it's got to come through me, and we feel like it's our job to force them to get to the point where they make a decision. And in the process, we do what you said not to do. We we over, overdo uh, it. yeah, we overdo it, and they and they start resisting. And that's when you really need to back off. And what the good thing to do is simply trust that the Lord will get messengers in their path. And uh, you, but the, here's the other key: is many times when that happens, um, we are not really focused on ourselves to grow ourselves. And uh, we should become every believer, not just you know apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, but every believer should be so on fire that our life starts to preach around them. And there's testimonies around, not just the church. Mm -hmm. you know, the church, obviously. Not just the pastor, but every believer. And so when that starts to happen, you'll find that even people that have been hard to get through to in the past, they'll start reaching out to you. Mm -hmm. And they'll start, and it may take some years, yeah, but that's some, okay. Just, it's okay. In, you're supposed to be going after God anyway and increasing. And so, you know, because I, I, I relate to this. I, I prayed for them and they didn't get healed. Well, that could be them. That could be me. You know, it could be them resisting it. It could be me not walking yeah. with, the, with the Lord where I need to be. It, regardless, I can't change them, but I can influence them by how I live on fire for God. So let me always, you know, I'm always challenged. If I pray for somebody and they don't get healed or they don't keep it, um, I always believe that the anointing is released when I pray a prayer of faith, always. always. But if they don't get that you know, instantaneous or they don't keep it and they don't have restoration, I let it challenge me. You know, all right, let me walk in more. You know, I mean, we're seeing more power of God today than we've ever seen before. We're seeing healing and miracles and all the time. Happens all the time. But not enough. Not enough. And I let that challenge me. Like, I want to see every Everybody. time. Every time. And because the Word talks about that, that your every prayer is answered. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to walk in that. And so I don't get upset at anybody else. And I don't even take condemnation on myself. But I just say, let that drive me to the hunger and let me humble myself before the Lord so that he can pour out that grace yeah. and greater grace. And so as we get on fire and we stop, it, we stop trying to be the source to that person, but believe God that he will use multiple things in their life to take the blinders off, to open up their eyes as we're praying, mm -hmm. you know, starting at that place right. of prayer. And, um, and, I, and I pray this, and it's in Ephesians prayers, what you said, I pray that their eyes of understanding will be opened, and, and in that prayer that they will see what is God and what is isn't God. God yeah. And then once they see that clearly because deception's removed, I pray that they will be strengthened with all might 
from God to be able to choose what, what is God, what right. is the right choice. And, and that's a very biblical prayer without stepping over into manipulation and witchcraft. Um, you can pray, Lord, open their eyes and give them the strength to make the give right the choice. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? And God, you got to understand God hears you always when you pray. Yeah, that's right. Always. You know, it's just like family members who are not saved. You know, oftentimes we pray, Lord, save so-and-so, Lord, save my sister, save, you know, my mom, whatever. Save, save, save. And, and I understand what people mean, but, you know, Jesus told us how to get our family members and how to get the law saved. He said, pray that the Lord of the harvest would send laborers into the harvest. Yes. So yeah. I always pray, Father, Lord, I ask you yes. to send individuals across so-and-so's path. Lord, yes. may they may they go into the restroom. Let there be a track there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let them some yeah. some a stranger come up and share the gospel with them. Yeah. You know, Lord, send a laborer across their path. Yeah. Because the harvest is ready. Yeah. You know, because we really to, to pray, Lord, save so and so, is really not even scriptural prayer. Yeah. Because He's already saved them. Yeah. They just haven't received it yet. Yeah. So they got to hear the truth. Yeah. They got to hear the good news. Yeah. And, you know, I remember one time I heard, you know, <clears throat> Dr. Kennedy Hagan talk about, he was talking about his one brother, because his one brother was, was uh, I mean, very, it's the black sheep of the family. I mean, his older brother is the one who introduced Bonnie and Clyde to each other. <laughs> I mean, so you can just tell he, he was probably a really rough dude, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't he, think I knew that. Yeah, and he ran with him for a while. And, uh, and then others, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that was his brother. So, he, so think about this. Here's a guy who introduced Bonnie and Clyde to one another, ran with them, and I think he also ran with either Pretty Boy Floyd or Machine Gun Kelly. I can't remember. <laughs> but so you could tell, just tell what kind of a guy he was, just yeah. by mentioning those people. Yeah. And if he he hung in those circles, yeah, it's because he's like them. Yeah. And so he he was obviously praying for his brother. And he was pray. He would pray, you know, Lord, save, you know, save my brother, save my brother, save my brother. And he prayed that way for a while. Yeah. Then one day he was driving down the road, and he prayed the same way. Lord, I ask you to save, you know, my brother. And he called his name, and he said, all of a sudden, the Lord spoke to him audibly. He said he stopped. The, he said he thought somebody got in the back seat because <laughs> he had to turn and look in the back seat. Wow. And and then he, he and the Lord said to him, here's how you pray. And then, because the Lord will always give scripture. Yeah. And then he shared the scripture, you know, that the harvest is ready, yeah. but the laborers are few. Pray the Lord of the harvest that he send laborers into the harvest. Yes. He said, the moment I begin to pray that God send laborers into the harvest across his path, two weeks he was born again. Glory to God. Two weeks he was born Glory again. Glory to God. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm not saying that, you're, that those that are watching, that their family member is going to be saved in two weeks. Yeah. It might be a couple months. Yeah. It might be a year later. Then it might be a week. You never know. I mean, so, but that's how you pray, Lord, yeah. send labors across yeah. so-and-so's path. Yeah. Or, let, or let them be flipping through the TV. And the, 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 like when she's talking yes. about the one who needs to be healed, let them be flipping through the TV and let them be captivated by the anointing and, 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 yes. and, and see somebody sh um, getting a miracle, yeah. you know, because the, the, the word's powerful. Yes. It doesn't yes. return void. Yeah. And so that, that's how I would... Um, advise you know her to pray. Amen. You know, and get and get serious about the prayers. You know, a lot of times what we'll do it's like when you were getting out of debt and you were praying diligently, right? Mm -hmm. Why? Because it was yours. You know, and I prayed that way too. 
But the, the Word tells us that we are to uh, bear the burdens of one another, right? But it's also to consider others higher than ourselves. So the question that I've been asking recently of myself is, do I pray for other people like I pray for myself? You know, am I, am I so diligent about praying for them like I pray for myself? You know, and I, and I can say very honestly, no, I've not always done that. And I wouldn't say that I've arrived at it yet, but I have changed it. And I've recognized the difference and, and the gap that has been there. Yeah. And uh, are we praying for our loved ones, you know, like we should in that way to send those labors? And, you know, my, my dad had a situation where he was a very rough guy when he got born again, very rough. And um, a church came by to visit him. Praise God, they came by to visit them, and they reached out. They were, they were winning souls, and uh, they came by to visit them. Well, um, they offended them, and he stepped up, and he threatened to whip them all and cussed them and kicked them out of his house before he got to whipping on them, you know, <laughs> and, um, yeah. and they, they left the house. One of those guys was a very uh, successful guy in business, a doctor. And um, he said, he later told my dad, he said, I think it was one year from that time that my dad got born again. And that doctor, and now you got to understand, here's this very successful guy, but he took time. He said, he said to my dad, Roger, I prayed for you every day that you would be born again. And then a year later, my dad got born again and later on was called into ministry. And of course, he and my mom imparted things to me that mm -hmm. is why I'm here today. Right, you know? sure. And um, so <clears throat> the thing is, we need to be lifting them up. We did a series one time called One, The One. And, uh, and I asked the Lord, I asked the people to do this. Like we should be believing for not just one. We should be winning souls all the time. But sometimes the Lord will give somebody on your heart. And it's like, that's your, that's almost like your faith target. Like this person is the person that I'm believing for the one. And we talked about finding the one coin and the one pearl and everything. And, and he, God would stop for the one. For Bartimaeus, he stopped for the one. For the lady with yes, the issue of yes. blood, he stopped for that the one. one. And uh, who's that one to you that God's written on your heart? And stop and, and make prayer a serious thing for laborers to be in their life and send laborers by them. And uh, we had so many testimonies out of that. And some were right away. Some were years later. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, this was my one. This yes, was, my and they'd one. come back and say, they just got born again. This was my one. Are, are we believing God on that level yeah. and praying for them yeah. like we would pray for us? If, if we were in dire need of healing, if we were on our deathbed and had to get healed, how would we pray for us? They are in dire need of a spiritual healing mm -hmm. on their spiritual deathbed. And if we're going to consider others higher than ourselves, let's pray that way. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? And it's an, it's also another way to, for increase to release your faith. Yes, that's right. It's yeah. another way to release your faith. My faith is released for, you know, a family member, whatever, yes. or a friend, or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. That's awesome. Isn't it? This has been good. It's I'm, I'm going to ask you if anybody would like to uh, sow today, uh, you're welcome to do that. Anything that comes in, we're going to send it into, uh, we're going to give it straight into Dr. Richard's ministry. And if you would like to sow, you can go to givebc.org or if you're on Facebook, you can just type in the comments, hashtag donate with the amount that follows. And um, 
I just, I wanted you, if you would, will you just pray and whatever anybody is sowing today, yeah. uh, will you just bless it? Father, I thank you right now for every individual here that's sowing a seed. Lord, you said that if we'd give, thank you, Lord, Lord. it'd be running over thank back you, to us, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Shall men give to their bosom for the same measure that they give is the same measure is received. It's returned. Yes. And so, Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that every seed that is being sowed right this moment, Lord, I thank you that it goes into the ground and by God's design and his purpose and plan, the ground begins to produce. And Lord, I thank you for a mighty harvest, a mighty harvest in the name of Jesus. Yes. As a matter of fact, this is you sow Thank that seed, you, put a name on that seed. Yeah. So sow toward something. So whatever you're believing for, sow toward that. Yes. And I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank I thank you, you for multiplication in their life. Lord, I thank you for financial breakthrough in thank their life. You, Lord. Lord, I thank you that you're more than enough yes. in their life. And we give you all the glory and we give you all of the honor. And we thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you that those that are watching, those that are sowing, Lord, those that are so, Lord, I thank you they'll never lack another day in their life. Lord, I thank you for supernatural favor upon their life. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that that, that house they're believing to sell, sells. That land that they're believing to sell, sells. That land they're yes. believing to get, they get. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Lord, that, Lord, that IRS debt, in the name yes. of Jesus, yes. canceled. Lord, I thank, thank you, you, Father, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are so Wonderful, Lord, you are more than thank enough. You, Lord. Lord, and I thank you that you're more than enough in every individual's life. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name, the name that's above yes. every name, the name you, that causes every name to bow, the name of Jesus, that name that's thank glorified, you, that name that's magnified. Lord, we give you all praise and we give you all glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We just praise God for you so much <laughs> and thank you for being with us today. Thank you for all of those uh, seeds that people are donating online and we believe for it to be multiplied. I literally just saw uh, my mom put a testimony up. She said she had a friend whose grandson uh, chose one to pray for last oh, year wow. and just a few weeks ago that, that yeah. one came that to awesome? the Lord. That, it works. Awesome. It God work. cares about each one. He does if we care. will care about them enough to pray for them and uh, lift them up and go after them and win souls. Amen. Win so. souls. Be a soul winner. The Bible says, if you want to be wise, win souls. Yes. Yeah. He's, he also says he pays wages yeah. to the soul winner, to the reaper. Yeah. Yeah. He pays wages. He pays wages. That's yeah. good. That's right. Amen. Well, we love y'all so very much. We're going to pass it uh, to Buddy, but Dr. Richard, I just appreciate it so much. I love you, my brother. It. I love it's you been too. awesome, man. It has been. Glory to God. So we, we love you. If you haven't shared the broadcast yet, go ahead and share it. People need to hear what we were talking about today about increase and talking about how to uh, win their loved ones to the Lord and pray for them. People need to hear that. The kingdom needs to increase. And you can do your part simply by sharing it so that people get the knowledge so that they can apply the spiritual truth. We love you. Here's Buddy. Have a great day. Hey, guys, that was a powerful broadcast. I'm telling you, if you are in the area, make sure you get here tonight. 
at 630. Uh, we've been having powerful services. And I'm telling you, every service has just been a level higher. Every, every service. So you do not want to miss tonight. So if you are in the North Carolina, uh, South Carolina, Virginia area, where, Georgia, I don't know what other states are nearby here. Um, <laughs> Uh, you don't even have to be nearby. A plane ticket, you know, with a with a with a nice plane, you could probably get here. Oh, heck, you can just pray, and the Lord will translate you into the sanctuary. <laughs> Who knows? You know, make sure you get here tonight at 6:30. It's going to be powerful. We'll have a, a graphic uh, as we're wrapping up, so that you can see, so you have all the details about how to get here. But guys, make sure you get here tonight at 6:30. Uh, and also, guys, tomorrow we have a great broadcast for you as well. We're going to be doing uh, Q&A. We got the, the What's Right Bakery. We're going to be doing Will It Bake, right? We got a bunch of awesome stuff in store for you tomorrow. So, guys, we love you. Make sure you join us tomorrow at 1130 for Lunch Plus. But more than that, make sure you are here tonight at 630 for our meeting with Dr. Richard. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be awesome. Guys, we love you. We'll see you real soon. Have a good day.